Section 15 of the Book of Household Management. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Sarah Williams. The Book of Household Management by Isabella Beaton. Recipes. Chapter 8, Part 2. Boiled Eels. 249. Ingredients: Four small eels, sufficient water to cover them, a large bunch of parsley. Mode. Choose small eels for boiling. Put them in a stewpan with the parsley and just sufficient water to cover them. Simmer till tender. Take them out, pour a little parsley and butter over them, and serve some in a tureen. Time. One half hour. Average cost, six pence per pound. Seasonable from June to March. Sufficient for four persons. The eel tribe. The apodal or bony gilled and ventral finned fish, of which the eel forms the first Linnaean tribe, in their general aspect and manners, approach in some instances very nearly to serpents. They have a smooth head and slippery skin, are in general naked, or covered with such small, soft, and distant scales as are scarcely visible. Their bodies are long and slender, and they are supposed to subsist entirely on animal substances. There are about nine species of them, mostly found in the seas. One of them frequents our fresh waters, and three of the others occasionally pay a visit to our shores. Stewed Eels 1. 250. Ingredients 2 pounds of eels 1 pint of rich strong stock Number 104 1 onion 3 cloves a piece of lemon peel, one glass of port or Madeira, three tablespoonfuls of cream, thickening of flour, cayenne, and lemon juice to taste. Mode. Wash and skin the eels, and cut them into pieces about three inches long. Pepper and salt them, and lay them in a stewpan. Pour over the stock. Add the onion stock with cloves, the lemon peel, and the wine. Stew gently for one half hour, or rather more, and lift them carefully on a dish, which kept hot. Strain the gravy, stir to the cream sufficient flour to thicken, mix all together, boil for two minutes, and add the cayenne and lemon juice, pour over the eels, and serve. Time, three-quarter hour. Average cost, for this quantity, two shillings, three pence. Seasonable from June to March. Sufficient for five or six persons. The common eel, this fish is known frequently to quit its native element and to set off on a wandering expedition in the night, or just about the close of day, over the meadows in search of snails and other prey. It also sometimes betakes itself to isolated ponds, apparently for no other pleasure than that which may be supposed to be found in a change of habitation. This, of course, accounts for eels being found in waters which were never suspected to contain them. This rambling disposition in the eel has been long known to naturalists, and from the following lines it seems to have been known to the ancients. Thus the mailed tortoise and the wandering eel, off to the neighboring beach, will silent steal. 2. 251. Ingredients. 2 pounds of middling-sized eels. 1 pint of medium stock, number 105. 1 quarter pint of port wine. Salt, cayenne, and mace to taste. 1 teaspoonful of essence of anchovy, the juice of one half a lemon. Mode. Skin, wash, and clean the eels thoroughly. 
cut them into pieces three inches long and put them into strong salt and water for one hour dry them well with a cloth and fry them brown put the stock on with the heads and tails of the eels and simmer for one half hour strain it and add all the other ingredients put in the eels and stew gently for one half hour then serve time two hours average cost one shilling nine pence seasonable from june to march sufficient for five or six persons fried eels two fifty two ingredients one pound of eels one egg a few bread crumbs hot lard mode wash the eels cut them into pieces three inches long trim and wipe them very dry dredge with flour rub them over with egg and cover with bread crumbs fry of a nice brown in hot lard if the eels are small curl them round instead of cutting them up garnish with fried parsley time twenty minutes or rather less average cost six pence per pound seasonable from june to march Note, garfish may be dressed like eels and either broiled or baked the productiveness of the eel having occasion says dr anderson in the bee to be once on a visit to a friend's house on Deeside in Aberdeenshire, I frequently delighted to walk by the banks of the river. I, one day, observed something like a black string moving along the edge of the water where it was quite shallow. Upon closer inspection I discovered that this was a shoal of young eels, so closely joined together as to appear, on a superficial view, as one continued body, moving briskly up against the stream, to avoid the retardment they experienced from the force of the current. They kept close along the water's edge the whole of the way, following all the bendings and sinuosities of the river. Where they were embayed, and in still water, the shoal dilated in breadth, so as to be sometimes nearly a foot broad, but when they turned a cape, where the current was strong, they were forced to occupy less space and press close to the shore, struggling very hard till they passed it. This shoal continued to move on, night and day, without interruption, for several weeks. Their progress might be at the rate of about a mile an hour. It was easy to catch the animals, though they were very active and nimble. They were eels, perfectly well formed in every respect, but not exceeding two inches in length. I conceived that the shoal did not contain, on average, less than from twelve to twenty in breadth, so that the number that passed, on the whole, must have been very great. Whence they came, or whither they went, I know not, but the place where I saw this was six miles from the sea. Eel Pie 253 Ingredients 1 pound of eels, a little chopped parsley, 1 shallot, grated nutmeg, pepper and salt to taste, the juice of one half a lemon, small quantity of force meat, one pint of bechamel, sea sauces, puff paste. Mode Skin and wash the eels, cut them into pieces two inches long, and line the bottom of a pie dish with force meat. Put in the eels, and sprinkle them with the parsley, shallots, nutmeg, seasoning, and lemon juice, and cover with puff paste. Bake for one hour, or rather more. Make the bechamel hot, and pour it into the pie. Time, rather more than one hour. Seasonable from August to March. Collared Eel 254 Ingredients 1 large eel Pepper and salt to taste 2 blades of mace two cloves, a little allspice very finely pounded, six leaves of sage, and a small bunch of herbs minced very small. Mode. 
Bone the eel and skin it. Split it and sprinkle it over with the ingredients, taking care that the spices are very finely pounded and the herbs chopped very small. Roll it up and bind with a broad piece of tape, and boil it in water, mixed with a little salt and vinegar, till tender. It may either be served whole or cut in slices, and when cold, the eel should be kept in the liquor it was boiled in, but with a little more vinegar put to it. Time, two hours. Average cost, six pence per pound. Seasonable from August to March. Haunts of the eel. These are usually in mud, among weeds, under roots or stumps of trees, or in holes in the banks or bottoms of rivers. Here they often grow to an enormous size, sometimes weighing as much as fifteen or sixteen pounds. They seldom come forth from their hiding places except in the night, and in winter they bury themselves deep in the mud, on account of their great susceptibility of cold. Eels a la Tartare, 255. Ingredients. Two pounds of eels, one carrot, one onion, a little flour, one glass of sherry, salt, pepper, and nutmeg to taste, bread crumbs, one egg, two tablespoonfuls of vinegar. Mode. Rub the butter on the bottom of the stewpan, cut up the carrot and onion, and stir them over the fire for five minutes. Dredge in a little flour, add the wine and seasoning, and boil for one half an hour. Skin and wash the eels, cut them into pieces, put them to the other ingredients, and simmer till tender. When they are done, take them out, let them get cold, cover them with egg and bread crumbs, and fry them of a nice brown. Put them on a dish, pour sauce piquante over, and serve them hot. Time, one and one half hour. Average cost, one shilling, eight pence, exclusive of the sauce piquante. Seasonable, from August to March. Sufficient for five or six persons. Veracity of the eel. We find in a note upon Isaac Walton, by Sir John Hawkins, that he knew of eels, when kept in ponds, frequently destroying ducks. From a canal near his house at Twickenham, he himself missed many young ducks, and on draining, in order to clean it, great numbers of large eels were caught in the mud. When some of these were opened, there were found in their stomachs the undigested heads of the quacking tribe which had become their victims. Eels on Matalote 256. Ingredients. Five or six young onions, a few mushrooms, when obtainable, salt, pepper, and nutmeg to taste, one laurel leaf, one half pint of port wine, one half pint of medium stock, number 105, butter and flour to thicken, two pounds of eels. Mode. Rub the stewpan with butter, dredge in a little flour, add the onions, cut very small, slightly brown them, and put in all the other ingredients. Wash and cut up the eels into pieces three inches long. Put them in the stewpan, and simmer for one half hour. Make round the dish a border of croutons, or pieces of toasted bread. Arrange the eels in a pyramid in the center, and pour over the sauce. Serve very hot. Time, three-quarter hour. Average cost, one shilling, nine pence for this quantity. Seasonable from August to March. Sufficient for five or six persons. Tenacity of life in the eel. There is no fish so tenacious of life as this. After it is skinned and cut into pieces, the parts will continue to move for a considerable time, and no fish will live so long out of water. The lamprey. 
with the romans this fish occupied a respectable rank among the piscine tribes and in britain it has at various periods stood high in public favour it was the cause of the death of henry i of england who ate so much of them that it brought on an attack of indigestion which carried him off it is an inhabitant of the sea ascending rivers principally about the end of winter and after passing a few months in fresh water returning again to its oceanic residence it is most in season in march april and may but is by some regarded as an unwholesome food although looked on by others as a great delicacy they are dressed as eels fish and oyster pie two fifty seven ingredients any remains of cold fish such as cod or haddock two dozen oysters pepper and salt to taste bread crumbs sufficient for the quantity of fish one half teaspoonful of grated nutmeg one teaspoonful of finely chopped parsley mode clear the fish from the bones and put a layer of it in the pie dish which sprinkle with pepper and salt then a layer of bread crumbs oysters nutmeg and chopped parsley repeat this till the dish is quite full you may form a covering either of bread crumbs which should be browned or puff paste which should be cut into long strips and laid in crossbars over the fish with a line of the paste first laid around the edge before putting on the top pour in some made melted butter or a little thin white sauce and the oyster liquor and bake time if made of cooked fish one quarter hour if made of fresh fish and puff paste three quarter hour average cost one shilling six pence seasonable from september to april note a nice little dish may be made by flaking any cold fish adding a few oysters seasoning with pepper and salt and covering with mashed potatoes one quarter hour will bake it fish cake two fifty eight ingredients the remains of any cold fish one onion one faggot of sweet herbs salt and pepper to taste one pint of water equal quantities of bread crumbs and cold potatoes one half teaspoonful of parsley one egg bread crumbs mode pick the meat from the bones of the fish which latter put with the heads and fins into a stew pan with the water add pepper and salt the onions and herbs and stew slowly for gravy about two hours chop the fish fine and mix it well with bread crumbs and cold potatoes adding the parsley and seasoning making the whole into a cake with the white of an egg brush it over with egg cover with bread crumbs and fry of a light brown strain the gravy pour it over and stew gently for one quarter hour stirring it carefully once or twice serve hot and garnish with slices of lemon and parsley time one half hour after the gravy is made boiled flounders 259 ingredients sufficient water to cover the flounders salt in the proportion of six ounces to each gallon a little vinegar mode pat on a kettle with enough water to cover the flounders lay in the fish add salt and vinegar in the above proportions and when it boils simmer very gently for five minutes they must not boil fast or they will break serve with plain melted butter or parsley and butter time after the water boils five minutes average cost three pence each seasonable from august to november the flounder this comes under the tribe usually denominated flatfish and is generally held in the smallest estimation of any among them it is an inhabitant of both the seas and the rivers while it thrives in ponds on the english coasts it is very abundant and the london market consumes it in large quantities 
it is considered easy of digestion and the thames flounder is esteemed a delicate fish fried flounders two sixty ingredients flounders egg and bread crumbs boiling lard mode cleanse the fish and two hours before they are wanted rub them inside and out with salt to render them firm wash and wipe them very dry dip them into egg and sprinkle over with bread crumbs fry them in boiling lard dish on a hot napkin and garnish with crisped parsley time from five to ten minutes according to size average cost three pence each seasonable from august to november sufficient one for each person gudgeons two sixty one ingredients egg and bread crumbs sufficient for the quantity of fish hot lard mode do not scrape off the scales but take out the gills and inside and cleanse thoroughly wipe them dry flour and dip into egg and sprinkle over with bread crumbs fry a nice brown time three or four minutes average cost seldom bought seasonable from march to july sufficient three for each person the gudgeon this is a fresh-water fish belonging to the carp genus and is found in placid streams and lakes it was highly esteemed by the greeks and was at the beginning of supper served fried at rome it abounds both in france and germany and is both excellent and numerous in some of the rivers of england its flesh is firm well flavored and easily digested Gurnet or Gurnard, two sixty two, ingredients, one gurnet, six ounces of salt to each gallon of water. Mode, cleanse the fish thoroughly and cut off the fins. Have ready some boiling water with salt in the above proportion. Put the fish in and simmer very gently for one half hour. Parsley and butter or anchovy sauce should be served with it. Time one half hour. Average cost seldom bought seasonable from october to march but in perfection in october sufficient a middling-sized one for two persons note this fish is frequently stuffed with forcemeat and baked the gurnet if i be not ashamed of my soldiers i am a soused gurnet says falstaff which shows that this fish has been long known in england it is very common on the british coasts and is an excellent fish as food Baked haddocks, two sixty three. Ingredients: a nice forcemeat, see forcemeats, butter to taste, egg and bread crumbs. Mode: scale and clean the fish without cutting it open much. Put in a nice delicate forcemeat and sew up the slit. Brush it over with egg, sprinkle over bread crumbs and baste frequently with butter. Garnish with parsley and cut lemon and serve with a nice brown gravy, plain melted butter or anchovy sauce. The egg and bread crumbs can be omitted and pieces of butter placed over the fish. Time. Large haddock, three-quarter hour. Moderate sized, one-quarter hour. Seasonable from August to February. Average cost from nine pence upwards. Note. Haddocks may be filleted, rubbed over with egg and bread crumbs, and fried in ice brown. Garnished with crisped parsley. The haddock. This fish migrates in immense shoals and arrives on the Yorkshire coast about the middle of winter. It is an inhabitant of the northern seas of Europe, but does not enter the Baltic and is not known in the Mediterranean. 
on each side of the body just beyond the gills it has a dark spot which superstition asserts to be the impressions of the finger and thumb of st peter when taking the tribute money out of a fish of this species boiled haddock 264 ingredients sufficient water to cover the fish one quarter pound of salt to each gallon of water mode scrape the fish take out the inside wash it thoroughly and lay it in a kettle with enough water to cover it and salt in the above proportion simmer gently from fifteen to twenty minutes or rather more should the fish be very large for small haddocks fasten the tails in their mouths and put them into boiling water ten to fifteen minutes will cook them serve with plain melted butter or anchovy sauce time large haddock one half hour small one quarter hour or rather less average cost from nine pence upwards seasonable from august to february weight of the haddock the haddock seldom grows to any great size in general they do not weigh more than two or three pounds or exceed ten or twelve inches in size such are esteemed very delicate eating but they have been caught three feet long when their flesh is coarse dried haddock one two sixty five dried haddock should be gradually warmed through either before or over a nice clear fire hub a little piece of butter over just before sending it to table two two sixty six ingredients one large thick haddock two bay leaves one small bunch of savory herbs not forgetting parsley a little butter and pepper boiling water mode cut up the haddock into square pieces make a basin hot by means of water which pour out lay in the fish with the bay leaves and herbs cover with boiling water put a plate over to keep in the steam and let it remain for ten minutes take out the slices put them in a hot dish rub over with butter and pepper and serve time ten minutes seasonable at any time but best in winter the fin and haddock this is the common haddock cured and dried and takes its name from the fishing village of findhorn near aberdeen in scotland where the art has long attained to perfection the haddocks are there hung up for a day or two in the smoke of peat when they are ready for cooking and are esteemed by the scotch a great delicacy in london an imitation of them is made by washing the fish over with pyroligneous acid and hanging it up in a dry place for a few days red herrings or yarmouth bloaters two sixty seven the best way to cook these is to make incisions in the skin across the fish because they do not then require to be so long in the fire and will be far better than when cut open the hard roe makes a nice relish by pounding it in a mortar with a little anchovy and spreading it on toast if very dry soak in warm water one hour before dressing the red herring red herrings lie twenty-four hours in the brine when they are taken out and hung up in a smoking-house formed to receive them a brushwood fire is then kindled beneath them and when they are sufficiently smoked and dried they are put into barrels for carriage baked white herrings two sixty eight ingredients twelve herrings four bay leaves twelve cloves twelve allspice two blades of mace cayenne pepper and salt to taste sufficient vinegar to fill up the dish mode take the herrings cut off the heads and gut them put them in a pie dish heads and tails alternately and between each layer sprinkle over the above ingredients 
Cover the fish with the vinegar and bake for one half hour, but do not use it till quite cold. The herrings may be cut down the front, the backbone taken out, and closed again. Sprats done in this way are very delicious. Time, one half an hour. Average cost, one pence each. To choose the herring. The more scales this fish has, the surer the sign of its freshness. It should also have a bright and silvery look, but if red about the head, it is a sign that it has been dead for some time. The herring. The herring tribe are found in the greatest abundance in the highest northern latitudes, where they find a quiet retreat and security from their numerous enemies. Here they multiply beyond expression, and, in shoals, come forth from their icy region to visit other portions of the great deep. In June they are found about Shetland, whence they proceed down to the Orkneys, where they divide, and surround the islands of Great Britain and Ireland. The principal British herring fisheries are off the Scotch and Norfolk coasts, and the fishing is always carried on by means of nets, which are usually laid at night, for, if stretched by day, they are supposed to frighten the fish away. The moment the herring is taken out of the water it dies, hence the origin of the common saying, dead as a herring. Kedgeri, 269. Ingredients. Any cold fish, one teacupful of boiled rice, one ounce of butter, one teaspoonful of mustard, two soft-boiled eggs, salt, and cayenne to taste. Mode. Pick the fish carefully from the bones, mix with the other ingredients, and serve very hot. The quantities may be varied according to the amount of fish used. Time. One quarter hour after the rice is boiled. Average cost. Five pence. Exclusive of the fish. To boil lobsters. 270. Ingredients. One quarter pound of salt to each gallon of water. Mode. Buy the lobsters alive, and choose those that are heavy and full of motion, which is an indication of their freshness. When the shell is encrusted, it is a sign that they are old. Medium-sized lobsters are the best. Have ready a stew pan of boiling water, salted in the above proportion. Put in the lobster, and keep it boiling quickly from twenty minutes to three-quarter hour, according to its size, and do not forget to skim well. If it boils too long, the meat becomes thready, and if not done enough, the spawn is not red. This may be obviated by great attention. Hub the shell over with a little butter or sweet oil, which wipe off again. Time, small lobster, twenty minutes to one half hour. Large ditto, one half hour to one third hour. Average cost, medium size, one shilling sixpence to two shillings sixpence. Seasonable, all the year, but best from March to October. To choose lobsters. This shellfish, if it has been cooked alive, as it ought to have been, will have a stiffness in the tail, which, if gently raised, will return with the spring. Care, however, must be taken in thus proving it, for if the tail is pulled straight out it will not return, when the fish might be pronounced inferior, which, in reality, may not be the case. In order to be good, Lobsters should be weighty for their bulk. If light, they will be watery, and those of medium size are always the best. Small-sized lobsters are cheapest, and answer very well for sauce. In boiling lobsters, the appearance of the shell will be much improved by rubbing over it a little butter or salad oil on being immediately taken from the pot. The Lobster This is one of the great crab tribe, and is found on most of the rocky coasts of Great Britain. Some are caught with the hand, but the larger number in pots, which serve all the purposes of a trap, being made of osiers, and baited with garbage. 
They are shaped like a wire mousetrap, so that when the lobsters once enter them, they cannot get out again. They are fastened to a cord and sunk in the sea, and their place marked by a buoy. The fish is very prolific, and deposits of its eggs in the sand, where they are soon hatched. On the coast of Norway they are very abundant, and it is from there that the English metropolis is mostly supplied. They are rather indigestible, and, as a food, not so nutritive as they are generally supposed to be. Hot Lobster 271 Ingredients 1 lobster 2 ounces of butter Grated nutmeg Salt Pepper and pounded mace to taste Breadcrumbs 2 eggs Mode Pound the meat of the lobster to a smooth paste with the butter and seasoning, and add a few breadcrumbs. Beat the eggs and make the whole mixture into the form of a lobster. Pound the spawn and sprinkle over it. Bake one quarter hour, and just before serving, lay over it the tail and body shell with the claws underneath to resemble a lobster. Time. One quarter hour. Average cost. Two shillings, sixpence. Seasonable at any time. Sufficient for four or five persons. Lobster salad. 272. Ingredients. One hen lobster, lettuces, endive, small salad, whatever is in season, a little chopped beetroot, two hard-boiled eggs, a few slices of cucumber. For dressing, equal quantities of oil and vinegar, one teaspoonful of made mustard, the yolks of two eggs, cayenne and salt to taste, three teaspoonful of anchovy sauce. These ingredients should be mixed perfectly smooth and form a creamy-looking sauce. Mode. Wash the salad and thoroughly dry it by shaking it in the cloth. Cut up the lettuces and endive, pour the dressing on them, and lightly throw in the small salad. Mix all well together with the pickings from the body of the lobster. Pick the meat from the shell, cut it up into nice square pieces, put half in the salad, the other half reserved for garnishing. Separate the yolks from the whites of two hard-boiled eggs. Chop the whites very fine, and rub the yolks through a sieve, and afterwards the coral from the inside. Arrange the salad lightly on a glass dish, and garnish, first with a row of sliced cucumber, then with the pieces of lobster, the yolks and whites of the eggs, coral, and beetroot placed alternately, and arranged in small separate bunches so that the colors contrast nicely. Average cost, three shillings, sixpence. Sufficient for four or five persons. Seasonable from April to October. May be had all the year, but salad is scarce and expensive in winter. Note. Few crayfish make a pretty garnishing to a lobster salad. The shell of the lobster. Like the others of its tribe, the lobster annually casts its shell. Previously to its throwing off the old one, it appears sick, languid, and restless, but in the course of a few days it is entirely invested in its new coat of armor. Whilst it is in a defenseless state, however, it seeks some lonely place where it may lie undisturbed and escape the horrid fate of being devoured by some of its own species who have the advantage of still being encased in their mail. Lobster a la mode Francais, 273. Ingredients. 1 lobster, 4 tablespoonfuls of white stock, 2 tablespoonfuls of cream, pounded mace and cayenne to taste, breadcrumbs. Mode. Pick the meat from the shell and cut it up into small square pieces. Put the stock, cream, and seasoning into a stew pan. Add the lobster and let it simmer gently for six minutes. Serve it in the shell, which must be nicely cleaned, and have a border of puff paste. Cover it with breadcrumbs, place small pieces of butter over, and brown before the fire, or with a salamander.
time, one quarter hour. Average cost, two shillings, sixpence. Seasonable at any time. Celerity of the lobster. In its element, the lobster is able to run with great speed upon its legs or small claws, and, if alarmed, to spring, tail foremost, to a considerable distance, even, it is said, with the swiftness of a bird flying. Fishermen have seen some of them pass about thirty feet with a wonderful degree of swiftness. When frightened, they will take their spring, and, like a chamois of the Alps, plant themselves upon the very spot upon which they design to hold themselves. Lobster curry, an entree. 274. Ingredients. 1 lobster, 2 onions, 1 ounce of butter, 1 tablespoonful of curry powder, 1 half pint of medium stock, number 105, the juice of 1 half lemon. Mode. Pick the meat from the shell, and cut it into nice square pieces. Fry the onion of a pale brown in the butter, stir in the curry powder and stock, and simmer till it thickens, when put in the lobster. Stew the whole slowly for one half hour, and stir occasionally, and just before sending to table, put in the lemon juice. Serve boiled rice with it, the same as for other curries. Time. Altogether, three-quarter hour. Average cost, three shillings. Seasonable at any time. Lobster cutlets, an entree. 275. Ingredients. 1 large hen lobster, 1 ounce fresh butter, 1 half salt spoonful of salt, pounded mace, grated nutmeg, cayenne and white pepper to taste, egg and breadcrumbs. Mode. Pick the meat from the shell, and pound it in a mortar with the butter, and gradually add the mace and seasoning, well mixing the ingredients. Beat all to a smooth paste, and add a little of the spawn. Divide the mixture into pieces of an equal size, and shape them like cutlets. They should not be very thick. Brush them over with egg, and sprinkle with bread crumbs, and stick a short piece of the small claw in the top of each. Fry them of a nice brown in boiling lard, and drain them before the fire on a sieve reversed. Arrange them nicely on a dish, and pour bechamel in the middle, but not over the cutlets. Time. About eight minutes after the cutlets are made. Average cost. For this dish, two shillings, nine pence. Seasonable. All the year. Sufficient for five or six persons. Ancient mode of cooking the lobster. When this fish was to be served for the table, among the ancients, it was opened lengthwise and filled with a gravy composed of coriander and pepper. It was then put on the gridiron and slowly cooked, whilst it was being basted with the same kind of gravy with which the flesh had become impregnated. To dress lobsters. 276. When the lobster is boiled, Rub it over with a little salad oil, which wipe off again. Separate the body from the tail, break off the great claws, and crack them at the joints, without injuring the meat. Split the tail in halves, and arrange all neatly in a dish, with the body upright in the middle, and garnish with parsley. Lobster Patties, an entree. 277. Ingredients. 1 minced lobster, 4 tablespoonfuls of bechamel, 6 drops of anchovy sauce, Lemon juice, cayenne to taste. Mode. Line the patty pans with puff paste, and put into each a small piece of bread. Cover with paste, brush over with egg, and bake of a light color. Take as much lobster as is required. Mince the meat very fine, and add the above ingredients. Stir it over the fire for six minutes. Remove the lids of the patty cases. Take out the bread. 
Fill with the mixture and replace the covers. Seasonable at any time. Local Attachment of the Lobster It is said that the attachment of this animal is strong to some particular parts of the sea, a circumstance celebrated in the following lines. Not like their home the constant lobsters prize, and foreign shores and seas unknown despise. Though cruel hands the banished wretch expel, and force the captive from his native cell, he will, if freed, return with anxious care, find the known rock, and to his home repair. No novel customs learns in different seas, but wanted food and home-taught manners, please. Potted Lobster, 278 Ingredients 2 lobsters, seasoning to taste of nutmeg, pounded mace, white pepper, and salt, 1 quarter pound of butter, 3 or 4 bay leaves. Mode Take out the meat carefully from the shell, but do not cut it up. Put some butter at the bottom of a dish, lay in the lobster as evenly as possible, and with the bay leaves and seasoning between. Cover with butter and bake for three-quarter hour in a gentle oven. When done, drain the whole on a sieve and lay the pieces in potting jars with the seasoning about them. When cold, pour over it clarified butter, and if very highly seasoned, it will keep some time. Time quarter hour. Average cost for this quantity, four shillings, four pence. Seasonable at any time. Potted lobster may be used cold, or as fricassee with cream sauce. How the lobster feeds. The pincers of the lobster's large claws are furnished with knobs, and those of the other are always serrated. With the former, it keeps firm hold of the stalks of the submarine plants, and with the latter, it cuts and minces its food with great dexterity. The knobbed, or numb claw, as it is called by fishermen, is sometimes on the right and sometimes on the left, indifferently. End of section 15. Recording by Sarah Williams, Germantown, Maryland, June 2008.